0: In today's episode, we're talking about expectations and why they are absolutely vital for successful manifestation of wealth or anything else for that matter. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. Welcome, welcome. This is Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about expectations. And the reason why we're talking about expectations, is I think I find a lot of, there's a lot of talk and a lot of conversations uh, about manifestation these days. I think a of attraction and manifestation have become the buzzwords and so have money blogs. But I think in all of these conversations, the one thing that's lacking in terms of explanation or understanding is, you know, the, is expectations. What do we mean by expectations? And I was actually going through some religious texts as well. And I realized how important is expectation even in religious texts. So we thought it's, you know, the word expectation or the term expectation warrants its own episode. So hence, today's episode is dedicated to expectation and how or why you should have these positive expectations in order for you to create successful manifestation, not just for wealth, but in any area of your life. So let's talk about that. now. So let me initially define what do I mean by Expectations. What I mean by expectation is you expect, and I'm not giving you the Oxford Dictionary, I'm giving you the explanation of of expectation that is is relevant in terms of um, successful successful manifestation. So when we're talking about expectation, we're we're saying you expect things to happen in a certain way you're it's not you begging and hoping and wishing for something to happen in a in one way or the other you're expecting expecting it you are 100% certain it's going to happen in this way or that way for example I know tomorrow we're going to have a sunrise and based on um you know my weather predictions I'm expecting to see the rain or I'm not expecting to see the rain so depending on how certain I am about a certain thing my expectation would be on a scale of one to ten would be either eight or a ten you know eight or nine uh, if I trust the weather or maybe one or a two if I don't trust the weather right that's just irrelevant to the weather so now let's bring this in for our manifestations. A lot of the time people are wishing and hoping to create that house, to create that job, to find that partner and to have that life that they, they believe that they can have or they think they believe that they can have based on the vision boards and what they've learned from all these gurus. However, unfortunately, when they are making saying these affirmations without truly internalizing them, when they are um, looking at the vision boards without actually believing that they that could come, become a reality. In essence, when they are saying these words or looking at the vision boards without expecting a positive outcome, without actually 100% being certain that those things are going to happen uh, for sure – that is just a waste of time as far as I'm concerned. If anything, the more you look at your vision board and the less you believe it, the more doubts you create in your energy field that this could happen for you and the more you go into fear mode. And guess what? Whatever you're afraid of, that's what you're going to be creating. And this was really brought home to me recently because my daughter's currently going through her GCSEs and she's preparing for it. And I, I was really on her back saying, you know, you're not studying enough and you're not going to do this and you're not going to do that. And she, bless her, she's so smart. And she said to me, mom, you keep putting all this fear onto me. You're not having a positive outlook the way you talk about you know, all the time. You're not actually doing what you say to other people. And you're telling me to do all the time to to have positive expectations, but you're not expecting positive outcome for me. And I realized, my God, (laughs) my God, you're really smart. And I said, yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. I, I kept going into fear mode and I kept thinking that I wasn't pushing her enough and I, you know, she I wasn't making her study hard enough. And therefore I kept bringing up all this fear and I kept putting this onto her and I kept telling her, if you don't do this, you, this is going to happen. If you don't do this, this is going to happen. And I had to stop myself. So when I share this with you, I'm not perfect. I'm not someone who understands everything. I'm a work in progress. And at times I need to hear things as well. And my daughter, Marshalla, she's so smart. Um, uh, she pointed out to me the mom, this is what you're doing to me at the moment. Can you look at it? Look at, you know, you know, stop it and um, look at how, how you're behaving. And I had to pull a, a few steps back and turn around and say, yes, admit the fact that I was wrong. She was right. I was going into fear. I was leaning into fear because as a parent, you know, I, I always have, you know, feel I'm not pushing her enough or I'm not doing enough or whatever have you. And then and I kept pushing that fear onto her. So then I turned around, and now I have been telling her how proud I am of her, and I expect her to do fantastically well, and she's going to be amazing, and she does everything amazing, and whatever her results are, I'm going to be very proud of her anyway. I am very, very proud of the person she's becoming. I mean, to have the confidence to turn around and say this to uh, to the parent in a respectful manner without being rude, the, that you know, to highlight to a that you know you're you're putting fear into me. Stop doing that. I think it's very, it's one very courageous and two very, very intelligent, emotionally intelligent thing to do. So I'm extremely proud of her. But it, it, it was just one aspect of, of, of our lives that we, you know, that I realized. The more we want something, the more we desire something, the more fear we have around it that it may not happen, it may not show up. Uh, one of the things somebody asked me was, why is it that the thing we want the most is the hardest to manifest? And I was trying to explain this to them. And as I was explaining to them, it, ha- it highlighted to me why I was so afraid for my daughter, because I want, you know, I wanted her to do well. So when you are, when you really want something, when you really, really, really want something, on one hand, you really want it. But then on the other hand, you also have the fear around not being able to receive it, not being able to manifest it, not being able to create it. So the fear comes into into, into play. And uh, sometimes, not all the time, but uh, sometimes you end up, even with all the positive intentions, you end up leaning towards fear rather than, than, than uh, faith. So you don't have positive expectation of the outcome. You are too afraid of what happens if it doesn't turn up. What if it doesn't happen? What if it doesn't happen? Or the opposite, you know, you keep thinking about the opposite. And guess what? The opposite ends up happening, and you think, "Oh, see, I was you know what I was afraid of happened anyway." So it's actually not true. It's not that uh, the fact that wrong thing was going to happen, and you set yourself up to fail. The issue was you were too afraid of not, for whatever you desire that you have of it not showing up or not turning up. And you leaned so much into fear that you actually manifested it not showing up or the opposite showing up. So let's use an example. Let's use a partner as an example. Somebody asked me this today. Uh, 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 you know, why is it that I'm able to do everything uh, except create a partner? Uh, and this is one of my clients. And I said, more likely than not, your ability to create money. And if you can create money, you can create health. If you can create health, you can create um, a loving relationship. So it's not those things are not um, too, you know, too difficult. Okay? If you create one area of your life, you can work on all areas of your life. But if you're not able to manifest as easily in a certain area of your life, then you have more energy uh, associated with it. You, you have more emotions attached to the ne- negative side to it. So using the partner as an example, because that's the one we had in the discussion if you, as she, you know, she's able to make money and is able to have the the life um, in terms of, uh, you know, with her, um, she's, you know, she's also a single parent. So being a single parent is able to have a successful career. She's very, very successful in her career now. And money was an issue when money is no longer, late. she's working with me, so money's coming to her as well. But she's having difficulty creating a partner, even though she wants it. Um, She wanted to get a dream house, she wanted to relocate to another location, she's relocated to another place as well. So all of that's happened very, very successfully. So this is a question she asked, she was I wanted to move from, she's moved countries, I wanted to move countries, I've been able able to do it, I've manifested this exact home in the exact location I wanted. I, you know, I wanted my children to go to a certain school, and they've got admissions in the schools as well. So why is it that all of this has happened? But the one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm having difficulty creating is a loving relationship. And now I'm not a relationship expert, and I don't claim to be, and therefore that's my not my area of expertise. However, I can see in terms of manifestation where, where she's most resistant to it. And I said to her, because of your past emotional trauma with your ex-husband. You have so many emotions built up inside of you about what to expect and what not to expect, and the possibility of your heart being broken again. That you push the the possibility of a potential partner far away as as much as possible, or you have you are lean you lean too much in towards the fear that the kind of partner you want won't show up, and if the the kind of person you want shows up, they may not love you, may not appreciate you, may not you know treat you in the way you want to. Or because you've been betrayed in the past, the person may betray you. So again, your heart pushes the energy away for the partner because you don't want to be betrayed. Can you see what I'm getting with this? So it's not her ability to manifest. It's her own fears, which keeps the things she desires away from her. And the reason why that is because her fears stops her from creating a positive expectation that the partners is going to turn up. The, he's going to be exactly how she wants it. He's going to love her and be honest with her, truthful with her, exactly how she wants, the kind of partner she wants. And because of her whole past experiences have created this as fears around her, those fears stop her from having the positive expectation that he's around the corner, that he's turning up and she's going to be able to manifest, create the manifestation. So when it comes to the house, when it comes to the move, when it comes to the money, Her she was able to overcome the fears and was able to lean into faith and have a positive expectation that she's gonna have the house, she's now got the house, she's gonna move, she was able to move, she's got the, the kids are gonna to go to the school, that you know she's able to get them into the school. Uh, and everything that she wanted, she was able to create, have a positive expectation for, and she was able to create it very, very rapidly, very, very quickly. I mean, she's done this in the space of a few months. But the problem with the partner is, and that's been lingering for the last three years, she's, you know, she's separated for the last, um, I think she got divorced. um, She filed for divorce about three years ago. The divorce recently came through and she's yet to be in a long-term relationship. And so... The reason why the partner is taking longer is because she has not overcome her fears and therefore she is not truly leaning into positive expectation. So my point being, in order for her to create that partner, she has, I mean, obviously she needs to do some internal work in terms of um, emotional, uh, releasing the emotional traumas around her partner relationships, but... Generally speaking, the reason why the partner hasn't shown up for her is because she still leans towards fear when it comes to thinking and, and feeling about a partner. And those those fears stop her from having a positive expectation that the, her partner's here, her partner's coming, and therefore she's not able to manifest a partner the way that she's able to manifest everything else. Does that make sense to everybody? I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies, and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. The thing we want the most is the one thing that we have the most emotional traumas around, the most emotions around. And those emotions create a fear that what if it doesn't turn up? What if my partner doesn't turn up? What if I can't lose the weight? What if I can't, you know, regain my health? What if the cancer doesn't go away? What if I'm not able to build the business? What if I'm not able to have the money? What if I'm not able to pay the mortgage, et cetera, et cetera, right? So whatever whatever thing we are manifesting, the stronger we have fears around here, the, the, the more we feel negatively around the opposite of it's happening so we every time we think about a manifestation the fears come to the surface and we believe the opposite of whatever we're manifesting so instead of leaning into faith we lean to faith we are no longer having the positive expectation that whatever we want is going to turn up we actually think the opposite we, every time we think about the our manifestation things in this example a partner we think well does he does he even exist or will he will he even showing up or will will i ever be in a relationship with that except etc so you lean into the opposite side of what you desire and then we blame the universe saying well our manifestations don't come true our praise don't come true and this is also the case with prayers. so i'm talking about manifestation in terms of you know modern um, uh, um, modern day terminology but let's talk away from the from religious point of view so um, in the old in old testament and the new testament and the quran we, there's a, a many many examples of where you know where god tells you you know i i treat you how you expect me to treat you this is both in the quran so in the old testament and both in in a similar wording in the old testament as well So if God is asking you to have positive expectation from him, then why are we leaning into fear? Why do we not expect God to turn up for us? Why do we not expect God to bring the right partner to us? Why do we not expect God to help us build a business? Why do we not expect God to help us regain our health? Why do we not expect God to help us to have that career or the business or the baby or the partner or the home or the house or the car, et cetera, et cetera, right? But, a lot of the time, I find religious people too. They do their prayers. They're doing, especially Muslims. I, know. I see, uh, and I, my recent experience mm-hmm. to Pakistan has shown me this so so clearly. They do their five five daily prayers, um, and so whenever the namaz time happens, they go and read the namaz. But it's become a ritual. It's like a it's a like a robo- robotic uh, ritual. There is no understanding of the prayer that the salah. They actually know what they're talking to the God about. They 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 read the salah, but then they go ahead and they may even make a prayer like God, you know, help me with this exam, or help me with my business, or help me with getting you know a, a new partner. But they don't expect that prayer to be answered. They don't expect that to be true. It's like saying empty words. So they say this, oh you know, God, let I'm gonna make this happen. But then they walk away from that prayer. They walk away walk away from the salah without ex expecting that dua that prayer to be accepted or to be heard by divine source energy and i find that astonishing I, you know in around here even in the uk if, you know we have people and people pray i i, I pray i do my salah, but not as religiously as some of the people but i do have my i do my salah. but i find my expectation of my god is a lot stronger a lot higher um, compared to the other people that I've saw, especially in Pakistan, I, and I was astonished by it. You know, they everyone's blaming the economy, everyone's blaming each other, and they they read the law and then they do a lot of things which are against religion. Actually, to be honest, um, in, and they backbite and everything else, and then they then they aren't they wonder, you know, oh, I've been praying this for for years. God knows when God is going to give this to me. And I remember having this conversation with the taxi driver. And they said, I've been praying this for to God, but when you know when God sees it, I don't know if God is ever gonna you know give this to me or when it will happen. And I thought the whole conversation was wrong. You know, I didn't point this out to them because it wasn't it wasn't my place to do so. But if you are making a prayer without the expectation that God is gonna give that to you, then those are empty words. Why would you ask for something from the universe or God and not expect it to be heard, not expect it to, to arrive? then who are you talking to? And why would the universe not give it to you? Why would God not give it to you? I, I just don't understand that point. Nowhere in the Quran, nowhere in the Old Testament, nowhere in the Bible does it say that, you know, ask for me and I will give it to you if I want to. Not once have I read that anywhere in any of the religious texts that, you know, ask for me and if it's in your, if I if I feel like it, I will give it to you. It, it's it, Nowhere does it say that. It's on the contrary, it says on all the religious texts that I've read, and this includes the other other religious texts as well, like Bhagavad Gita and other ones. But these three are the main ones that I, I really follow, and I understand them more than other religious texts, and therefore I give a better reference for them. But all these three major religions, which is Judaism, um, Christianity, and Islam, it says it time and time again ask for me, and I will give it to you. Ask for me, and I will give it to you. But you have to ex- that if you're asking you're going to be given to it if you ask without the expectation that you're going to be given what you're asking for then you don't get it right because you don't believe that what you're asking for you're going to get and no way no way does it say in the old testament or the new testament or Quran Sharif that that God no way does God say ask me and I will give it to you if I feel like it or if I want to it tells you time and time again, whatever you want, ask and I will give it to you. Yes, there may be a delay, no doubt about it. It doesn't say I'm, I'm going to give it to you instantaneously. There may be a delay, there may be a reason, but there's always a reason for the delay. And that's divine right timing and divine right, and divine right plan and divine, divine wisdom, which we cannot fathom because our brain and our conscious minds are so small to understand the divine right plan and divine right timing. But the point is, we are asked. We're told to ask to, you know, to pray to God, to ask for whatever we want, and to dream big and to ask for bigger things. If, if there's a there's a there's a point that I understood is, if if you can understand how to go from A to B, which means if you know how to manifest that business, that partner, that 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 career path, then what you're dreaming of isn't big enough. It's not big enough. You need to be at a point where you have no idea how you're going to go from A to B, how you're going to manifest the thing you desire without divine intervention, without divine help. That's what you should be asking for. You should be asking for help with the expectation that it will be given. You don't know how to get from A to B. You will be shown how to be given A to B. If you need any support on the way, then the the right support, the right person, the right individuals, the right help would be given to you on the way because divine is energy, universal energy, God will give that to you. But we don't have that an expectation we we do these prayers we read the salas we do our daily prayers and that's it we've done our duty to god and now we can get on with the with the worldly duties How, why have we mutually you know made it exclusive our religious duties and our worldly duties are mutually exclusive no they're not Right, they, they should be uh, separate. So why not combine the two together? If I want to have a brilliant business, is in order for me to create this wealth. I mean, remember this one woman put an ad, put a comment under my under my thing that you know anybody who doesn't have wealth, you know, then 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 they are guilty and we should be feeling guilty and something stupid. And I made a comment to her that if you are living in a developed country. Such as England, such as you know, Europe, and all, or USA. Uh, if you're in these one of these developed countries, then you have access to all the tools and and uh, and all the resources in order to build a business or a life for yourself, where you can create wealth for yourself and for those around you, and then you can help those people who don't have much, and be able to support those people who are in countries who don't have such facilities available. But anyway, that was a conversation that she didn't understand. The thing is, universal energy, God is there to help you, to support you, but it will only help you based on your expectations, based on your belief that God will help you, based on your belief that the universe will help you. If you are saying, universe, I want this Ferrari, I want this Ferrari, but you don't believe or expect, and therefore don't expect the universe to give you the Ferrari, the Ferrari is never going to turn up. On the other hand, if you believe that the Ferrari is is you don't know how you're going to get it, but the universal nature is going to give it to you. God is going to give it to you. God in his divine plan, knows everything and how to give it to you. And you really want the Ferrari and God's going to give that Ferrari to you. I promise you sooner or later, you're, you're the Ferrari is going to turn up in, in, in your front yard and you'll be driving around a Ferrari. You know, would that take a few months or a few years? Who knows? That that timing isn't up to you, but that expectation is. And what I found in my years of, of working with this, um, the metaphysics, Is the stronger the belief, the stronger the emotional connection, the stronger the expectation, and therefore the faster the manifestation shows up in your world. This has been the case. I mean, we never know the exact timing of of when things are going to happen because that's divine right timing. And there is a reason for the delays at times. But... Sooner or later, whatever you desire does happen, does show up, does turn up. It's just a matter of time, as long as expectation is there. But if expectation is missing, then the manifestation will never occur. It will never happen. And that's the truth. And I think a lot of people fail to take the responsibility for, you know, for their manifestations. They think, oh, well, I've tried and it didn't work and love attraction doesn't work. I'm here to tell you it's it was working all the time the law of attraction is given to you whatever you are expecting it to give it to you not what you're wishing for not what you're hoping for not what you're saying you're wanting you want in your life is giving you what you are expecting it to give it to you it's based on your emotions deeper emotions and absolutely based on your expectations Okay, so on that note, we are going to wrap today's episode up. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please do share our, um, please do share this um, episode with someone you think will get more value from it. And so pass on the blessings to other people. And I will be back with you on another episode, sharing another of my insights and learning as I'm helping you to learn with me. Until the next time you meet, this is Girl Calm signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website